joins me for a very important topic. Who or what is God? Can you think outside the box or are you trapped in dogmatic thinking? 60,000 thoughts a day. Every human being is supposedly having. That's the average. That's a lot. Some are optimistic. Some are pessimistic like me. Mine are pessimistic mostly. (laughs) Many, many thoughts produce actions. Some form beliefs. Many more are about your necessities in life, like wealth, status, material belongings, love, friendship, purpose, and safety. We all yearn for this stuff in our lives. The unknown scares people, especially death. Now, some people are not so scared of death because they have such strong faith in a certain belief revolving around a God, which changes depending on their belief system because there's so many different gods. There's Christian God, Muslim, Buddhist, Mormon, Scientology, on and on. There's so damn many with so many to choose. And there's no proof to back up any stories. Like literally think about that folks out there. And Danny, I'm sure you're aware of this. There's no proof. We don't have a God that's come down to visit us. How do you choose the right one? No God has come down and said, Hey, yo, You know, there's all these thousands of gods out there y'all are thinking about. I'm the right one. You know, are you going to be reincarnated? Are you going to start a life as a ruler over another planet, like Scientology says? (laughs) Do you pass on into the arms of thousands of uh, virgins that want to please you in the afterlife? Will you burn for eternity? Will you go to heaven? I mean, there's so many versions. What happens after death? You you got any clues? I have no idea. Right. I would okay. Be, I'd be arrogant to say otherwise. Well, you're an open-minded person. That's awesome that you think that way. Um, what I am astounded by is the absolute conviction of belief that some people have that will tell you for a fact they know when there's yeah. absolutely no way they know anything they've read shit out of a book that a man wrote and they tell you it's a fact it was divinely guided by whatever god they believe in for this man to write this book and it's absolutely factual because they think it is there's absolutely no proof but they think it's so that it it confounds me how people's belief gets so strong and their convictions over it so I figured you'd be a little bit more open-minded. I'm the same way. I'd, I'd rather say just, hey, I don't know. You know, that's, that's, that's the best way to put it. I have certain beliefs, but do I know for sure about anything? No. Yeah. So I'm with you. We yeah. join on that. So energy never truly dies. It does transform. So our bodies, our physical form, anything. Whatever it is, any living creature, hell, trees, uh, whatever, leaves, rocks, they all diminish to a certain extent with time and they transform into something else. That's scientifically proven. But energy does not, it's it's not going to disappear. It just transforms into a different source. But if it's something living like me or you, does it stay? 
conscious when it dies. Mm, and if we have a soul, you, you, yeah. you, me and you believe we got a soul. I mean, I, I kind of buy into that idea that I got a soul. Yeah. Um, what is it? Where does it go? Or is it just like me and you going to sleep at night? You just lay your head down on the pillow. You go to sleep. Say you don't have any dreams or nightmares that night. It just darkness. Do you, is that what it's like? Just going to sleep? I don't know. See, Good there question. you go. <laughs> you don't have any presuppositions. That's that's what's so funny. I don't either. I have ideas of what I would like to believe, but I definitely, again, just like you said, am not arrogant enough to say I know. Yeah. So that's good. Some people believe in prophecy. Do you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe in prophecy. If you believe in prophecy, it, the, your positions are all the, exactly the same as mine. It's funny. If you do believe in prophecy, you believe in predestination. That means that there is a set path for life to go in, which means there is no free will. That's not a construct most people would like to believe in. But if you look into your Bibles, whatever it is, the Quran, the uh, King James, uh, the Vedic, there's all there's prophets in all these texts that are human beings. If you believe in yeah. prophets and you believe in prophecy, like revelations and things like that, that means everything's preset. That means free will doesn't exist. So how, yeah. how, how does that feel for somebody out there? Maybe that believes in the prophets and prophecies that are in their um, canon of whatever book they read. That's religious. I don't like that. So I'm not going to sell myself to that. I believe that you do actually get to choose what you want to do. Oh yeah. I don't want to remove myself from free will and say that prophecy and predestination, all this shit, that that means you're not even living your life. That means you're a fucking robot since the day you're born, just doing things that are already predetermined. What, what would be the point? Well, I mean, you got to think that people always want to have that feeling that they have a purpose and that their life is meaningful. And I'm not saying that it's not because I honestly agree that I think human beings were created for a purpose. I just don't necessarily agree. It was for the purpose that people have. That I, I agree. I agree. I totally believe human beings were created. I believe in creation theory. Cause I mean, that's all I can say from my point of view, my observations, my logical conclusions, it makes sense. But there again, just going back to if that gives you a sense of purpose, believing in your written text, that there is prophecies and certain things that uh, your life is supposed to fulfill based on a prophet or a prophecy, that is determinism. And determinism, again, is taking out free will. And a lot of people don't think of that. Yeah. I think it's removed from people's conscious that they, they don't put the two together. If you're, if you are dead set on believing whatever text it is, and it has prophetic statements or prophetic chapters or uh, prophetic people that are in that book, and you believe in it wholehearted, that means there's predetermined paths that happen in life. They know that, that life is going to happen and fall into these certain paths. That means everything has to play out a certain way. That means every person has to react in a certain way. That means you have no choice. That means free will is gone. Exactly. So that in itself is redundant, retarded, 
and stupid and makes no sense to me. I don't see what point any life would have if it was all playing like a freaking exact pattern, exact path. What would be the point in anything existing? To me, it doesn't doesn't make sense. That's all. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to think like just if you hate to like beat down the Bible or anything for those that you people out there that actually are very Christian and believe in every word that's in the Bible. But the thing is, is if you look at it and maybe people haven't studied it enough or went back far enough to look at every single version that's ever been written in the Bible. And there's so many things. It, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. It but changes. what's even funnier about that? And I hate to say funnier is the word, but it is kind of funny to me because I think about it. If you look at the stories that are written in the King James Bible, go to other, and I don't mean Christianity, go beyond Christianity, go to other religions or go even farther back, go to like ancient Mesopotamia. I'll cover that looking at, I got to bring this. I, I have to bring this up too. You're making an excellent point. Yeah. So, I mean, there, you know, all these stories come from man. Yes. So you're relying on the word of man, which, it's kind of hard to do considering let's face it everybody's a fucking liar so so um, many people do it for a specific reason and why that is we may not ever know because like you said this person pulled it from that source that person pulled it from that source by the time you get to the end of it i mean everybody's probably done the experiment when they were a kid where you got 20 kids in a row and you whisper in one kid's ear uh, sentence and by the time it comes out of uh, the kid at the far end it's a completely different sentence than you said to the first kid right so that just tells you right there okay instead take out the 20 kids put in 20,000 years or 200,000 years or what however long some of these stories go back and they're retold and twisted a little bit and told a little different you're telling me that each different person that decides to change it a little bit doesn't want to put their own spin on it, maybe for control or maybe because that's just the way they believe or yeah, of course. Well, that, that's one thing that's common in almost all religions. Well, I don't want to say all religions, but the main religions that most people know about. Yeah. There's different, there's different stretches throughout their religion, but all of them have the same principles. Basically it's, quid pro quo kind of thing this for that so if you're good and you do right there is the good and the bad there's always the good and the bad you obey god's law then you will be rewarded correct so basically it's a man saying basically there's a man saying i'm writing this book to tell you how it fucking is plain and simple and if you don't then you'll be punished for it yeah so there's always the good and the bad in every single story down the yes. road but it's a form of control it's just a form of control man is all yes it is. good versus evil it is yeah. the conquest that's been throughout time for as long as man has been around good versus evil that's always the story isn't it yep. so we'll jump off that one for a moment but it's it was a good all these are thought experiments that i want people to go through like me and danny are here we're talking about it don't get so stuck on whatever you're in that you won't step outside of the box for a moment and ask yourself these questions. Dig a little deeper. Look into the history of your faith that you believe in. Where did it come from? The real roots. 
find out like the Bible, where did it come from? Hebrew? Do you trust everything that somebody has deciphered from Hebrew? Hebrew? Find out the Hebrew words, the original words. Translate it, some of them, the important statements yourself and see if it actually makes sense into what's been translated. You might find out it's a different sentence completely. It does, yeah, and it often is. Like they've proven that with the Arabic version, whenever it's translated over, uh, whenever they look the difference between Latin and Arabic, there's some words that, <laughs> wow, they have completely opposite meanings. So yeah. there's a lot of that unfortunately, but then that, that could be some of it too. I don't very much believe in translation error. I think it's people taking advantage of the the ability to be able to be the translator to make it the way they want it. But I digress. I move on to the next point. Where do your thoughts originate from? Got any idea? Dude. It's really, honestly, I mean, it's just throughout history, it's been, you got to think, I don't know about my actual thoughts, but I'm saying if we're talking about religion and as far as God, it's mostly inherited. It's passed down, dude. That's epigenetics. That's what, well, I mean, it's just one of those things that you're taught when you're a kid, you know, you're, you know, mommy and daddy say you need to go to church and and learn about the Lord. You know, you got to have Jesus in you, in your life. And if you don't, then you're going yeah, to go to mean, kid. Well, forget, forget <laughs> family, forget, uh, like what you're taught necessarily. Like just right now, where's your thought coming from? You're going to say probably I would my brain. Right. I mean, that's uh, just simply, if you want to be a scientific person, my brain creates thought. Right. So a scientist would say your brain creates you, your personality consciousness right so and if you get real technical it's the synapses firing that allow you to perceive things your movement your creativity etc there's trillions of neurons in your brain they're all connected so is the brain the soul uh it's you know that's a good question and it's very possible you know i, I mean actually... when you like like think about this do you ever get still or maybe you're laying in bed quietly in the morning? It's, it's almost like a form of meditation or prayer. Do you ever hear a voice and you know, that's not you or is it you? No. <laughs> well, I mean, logically, I, if I'm hearing any thoughts in my head, I'm thinking that it's me. Yeah. If I'm thinking I'm hearing other people's shit, I, I guess I might be a little crazy. I don't know. No, no, no. But I mean, has there ever been something like get, maybe call it a moment of intuition? Like maybe there's a moment in your life where you're still and you're just clear headed enough to hear something, tell you to do something. And you, do, you know, that wasn't me. Somebody gave me that. Something gave me that knowledge. Something gave me that input that told me to do this. Don't go in there. Uh, whatever. I can't propose a situation at the moment, but some higher voice seems to speak out to you. Does that ever happen? Cause it's happened to me. I'll admit. I've had like gut feelings and I've also had like very, very intuitive dreams and like some, so like I remember having one when I was a child and I remember waking up and I thought I had the answers to everything in the universe. Like that it was that like profound. Of course, then like, half a day went by and I went on my business and then I kept, I couldn't quite 
pinpoint that same thought process that I had once before. It was really weird because I think I was only like 12 or 13 when I had that dream. And th- those are moments that I think that everybody has had in some form, some fashion, you've had these instinctual moments or these just unbelievable dreams like Danny has where you, you traveled or you felt like something informed you in a way that you would never receive information in your waking hours of life. And is that universal consciousness? Is that the stream that flows through all of this, you know, created universe or scientific universe or whatever you want to think? Is that what is God? And, you know, science is going to tell you, no, that's just you talking to yourself. Yeah, you're basically so aware and in touch and in tune with things around you. Maybe you're just a very intuitive and very aware person. Whereas in a lot of things with religion, people are going to say, no, 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 no. That's God. God touched you. God told you. Right. Um, I'm not saying one way or the other, dude, because I don't know. I'm not arrogant enough to even say I, I have a clue. God has never come down and physically like said, hey, buddy, how you doing? Um, but I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I don't, and I, I don't, don't disagree. I don't disagree with anybody who thinks that's true. That's great statement to make because I want to follow right along with you. I thought me and you might maybe have a little more conflict on some of this, but it seems like me or you're asynchronous. We're perfectly in line. We don't disagree on anything so far. I don't want to offend anybody or say that I know anything in this realm. Sometimes I have felt like a different voice spoke to me and it was not my voice that clued me in, that gave me the right information at the right time, made me move, made me do something. And I'm like, where'd that come from? But I can't say for sure it was a God somewhere or like they, some people talk about the Akashic record, which is universal intelligence that is in all the universe that you can tap into. I don't know if that's what it is. You know? Fuck. Nobody's telling me what it is. No being is showing up and telling me what it is, you know? So I can't definitely say anything for sure, but I have felt like something spoke to me at certain moments in my life and changed my view on things and made me go, that's not me. Personally, I feel that, but I don't look at anybody any different if they are completely scientific and they want to believe a certain way or if they're a zealot and want to say, that's Jesus Christ, motherfucker. He died on the cross for you. I, whatever. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe he did, but, you know, that's. Yeah, prove it to me. Please show me. Show me. Well, I mean, Jesus Christ died, died on the cross other than it being written in the Bible. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, like I said, I mean, it, you know, people can, you know, believe whatever they want to believe. I don't have a, a a bad inclination toward anybody that wants to believe. Like, I got a friend that's Buddhist, you know, and he's a yes. beautiful guy. And so, how well, can you say uh, anything he, bad about a Buddhist? Yeah, I mean, you know, what I'm saying, even though they don't, they, they don't, they don't necessarily agree with Christians or Hindus, but they're still peaceful in nature to where it's like, but we're not you know, bashing you for that. We're not saying that we're not looking at you, judging you and saying, Hey, because you don't believe like us that you're going to go to some fucking fiery pit and burn for all eternity. Oh, that's That's the problem. That's the the part about Christianity that makes me want to barf. Yeah. 
assholes sitting in pews on Sunday morning or listening to some dickhead and regurgitating the Bible and thinking that they're going to be saved because uh, of it. And if you are a true Christian, you should know that's a lie because if you read your Bible, you would know that your own personal relationship with God is what only, is the only thing that matters is according to him. Yeah. What, and you what, know is what? That, what is that passage? What is that passage? Uh, there'll day there'll be a day you come knocking at my door and I told you I never knew you. Right. Yes. So yes. yeah. I mean, right. you so, know, it's, Either your relationship is not going to church dressed to the nines and all your jewelry and your hair fixed up and looking good and then looking over and judging everybody else and go, oh, look at that piece of trash came in in a hoodie. Uh, and he's not going to get anywhere with God. It could like, be Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait, and why, me, why are you talking shit about Jesus Christ? I just threw that's a That's the man in the hoodie. And it could be. And then I threw $100 in the collection plate and this guy's only throwing in 50 cents. He's a piece of shit. He's never going to make it to heaven. You know, thank people. you, thank you, Joe Holstein. Appreciates that hundred dollars. <laughs> Put in more. Give me your life savings. Uh, that'll give him a uh, five minutes of jet time. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there's not too many bigger pieces of shit on the planet, in my opinion. Any uh, televangelists that are at a high degree raping and pillaging people for all of their fucking money when they have very little means to live on and they just have a hope and they believe in this self prophesizing bastard that knows Jesus and what he wants you to do and tells you to cough up dollar bills in the name because God needs fucking money. This all powerful alpha and omega creator of all the <laughs> beginning and end of the fucking universe before they existed and long after we're gone, he needs money. That's the one thing he forgot to think about was fucking money. Oh shit. He can manage the goddamn universe itself, the beginning and end of it, but he doesn't know what the fuck to do with money. He forgot about that shit. So give it to all these televangelists. Cause they'll definitely know what to do. <laughs> in God's oh, yeah. name. Yep. No, I mean, give me a fucking break. What a joke and a perverted measure to use the Bible for that shit. And people believe that. Well, I think, I think you and I have talked about it before that like with tithing, you know, the whole thing is about, it's fine with giving to the church. If that's what you want to do, there's no, there should be no pressure though. Yes. The fact is, is you don't need to tidings and giving back is about your time, your effort of giving back. It's not about contributions out of your fucking pocket. No, it's, it's about literally like your time. It's literally like what you spoke about earlier. Perverted, perverse, changed to benefit people that want to make money. It's taken out of context and it literally is about your time. Can you dedicate 10% of your living, breathing time to a relationship with the Lord and to do it just doing that? I mean, just, you know, what in prayer, meditation, thinking about him, reading his book. Well, that's not or, such or, a, that's not such a or, big deal. Maybe helping somebody. Maybe yeah, here's the thing: people helping other people. How about go fucking one day a week, work at a soup kitchen, or work at man that, house? That's or, another. That's another way to do it too. But it, do it, you know, it, if, it's if so there perverted, is a God, though, it's not about giving money. If there's a God in your particular religion, don't you think He would be more pleased with you helping others? Isn't that what it says in the Bible? It's talking about helping your fellow man. Oh, dude, it's so. Hey. I mean, come on, man. I mean, that's to me that is going to go a lot further than you giving five, ten, hundred fucking dollars to some church. 
and this is the this is going to offend some people that are going to church and do believe they're pastors. But believe me, they have been indoctrinated too. They don't understand the text as it was written. Originally, it was written to be about giving your time to the Lord. It was written to be about making time for other people. It was about sacrifice, but not just money sacrifices. That is one simple form that they have perverted to make it the only form of sacrifice you can give to God on Sunday. Uh, and it's, well, really, you know what? it's particularly in the Christian domain. And here's my thoughts on that, man. You know what? They can be angry about it, but I guess in the end, we'll see who's right and who's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's I, just the way I look at it. Uh, that's one, one thing about religion I'm not buying into. It's the people that get mad and come back at you and try to be all defensive about it whenever they need to understand that we're not trying to beat up on anyone or talk shit about people. You're free to believe whatever you want. That's yes, fine. Please I, think. I don't, please think. I don't, I don't like any, I don't like the, the whole hatred act of somebody telling me what I th- should think or what I should do. So I don't tell other people what they think or should do. You know, it's real, it's a two way street. That's the way I look at it. It's just about respect. And I'm not trying to say that, you know, somebody's wrong for believing in something. I, you know, because that's good. It gives them hope. It gives them faith. You know, that's they, good they thing. use faith. Yeah. So it gives them, you know, some people I, I've read many posts, uh, from people that have talked about, you know, dear God, give me some hope, you know, I'm, I'm down, my luck, you know? So, I mean, I get it. You know, I understand where that's coming from. I just don't necessarily agree with it, but you know, that's just my thoughts and opinions on it. I love everybody in the world and I wish everybody the best. So I'm not trying to, I don't want anybody thinking, Oh my God, he's a devil worse than sack of shit. He thinks Jesus Christ is an animal. You know, I don't, I just don't want people thinking one that, simple point, one simple point. You express yourself perfectly. I couldn't have said it any better. That's great. I agree with you on that. Now, thing is, hey, hey, before we cut, I want to say one more thing. I do believe there is God. Okay. I don't know if it's your God, if it's their God, someone else's God, but I do believe there is God and he is the creator of everything because there's no way that science's explanations we'll get to that yeah we're gonna get we're gonna cover that good trust me you're loving the podcast right great so you can help out support me for a dollar a month up to ten dollars a month yes there's a subscribe button down at the bottom if you look in the description also i'm going to include my venmo if you want to do a one-time tip so if you would it'll help keep me going if you can't do it don't worry Free information is still going to be coming. So stay tuned and know I appreciate each and every one of you out there. Now, back to the show. Okay, now let's talk about what some people call the matrix. We experience one dimension of reality with five senses to navigate. And the main ones that really could have some major variables are seeing, hearing, and smelling. And we do that in such a small, very specific range of what's in the surrounding world. And we know that scientifically. But there is this vast light spectrum that we cannot see in. Okay, we know that you can see in night vision. We know you can see in thermal vision. We know that there's all these different ways you can see things. Decibel levels. Okay, what about that? 
there's levels that are so far outside of our range. As well, there's like dog whistles that we can't hear. Dogs can hear it. And uh, there's odors surrounding us that we are completely unaware of, but, you know, they're there. Many animals, like I'm saying, have far more powerful sensory abilities. Can't have a conversation with them about it, though. But if our senses moved above and beyond normal capabilities, would we find a different world? Could we see spiritual things or aliens or some shit around us? Could we smell a pizza a mile or two away? Uh, Could you hear unusual sounds or voices that you're not aware of that are right or next to you? Or would we just go simply crazy from an overload of information that we can't process because it would be too much? Is that why we're tuned in very specifically to a range that we're in? I don't know. Good question. That is our specific biology. And if you look at nature, nature has a very specific biology for, say, a dolphin to use sonar capabilities and the way that they talk in whales and bats they use sonar you know there's uh certain animals that see things differently like owls eagles hawks their vision is like 50 times greater than ours it's something stupid dogs like i was just talking about a while ago i mean that they can smell and hear way better than us right to a degree to where now dogs can smell cancer on people mm-hmm. how crazy is that they can smell cancer what yeah so that should make you realize that what you experience what you see what you hear what you smell all these different things i mean i'm i know we got also taste and touch but not really talking about those but if you change those three ones i was talking about your experience of the world would completely change so would that change the way you feel about how you live your life? If, you, if all those sensory perceptions changed? Might. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, if we saw in a different, the light spectrum is so freaking huge. There could be things living around us that we're completely unaware of. Giving the drug company a good idea right now. Well, well we there you go. To, we need to increase our sales in SSRIs and antipsychotics. Yeah, Pfizer will be <laughs> hot on the track of doing something about this. Okay, so that's just another idea. All this is thought exercises for everybody. So let's talk about God. God is presented in a very specific way, a very specific narrative, we should say, in most of the books that we have brought up. He's a creative God, right? He's a loving God. He's the all-powerful God, the Alpha Omega. But he wants to demand worship or he imposes judgment. And this is a theme I see throughout lots of books that people believe very seriously. And it sounds childish, jealous, petty, prideful, and insecure to me for an all-powerful God to be like this. It sounds more like a man-made God. And we know the most accepted world faith is Christianity. Like we were talking about earlier, it comes in its earliest form from the Hebrews. But all throughout the New Testament is stolen stories and characters, like we were mentioning, coming from an older written account from the Sumerians. 
In fact, all religious texts seem to have stolen some of the Sumerian cuneiform writings and changed the stories and characters slightly to whatever suited the book best, the, 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 one, the story they wanted to tell. And you've heard me say this on a previous podcast that me and Danny have done. Those who write history control the future. Somebody smarter than me made that quote. All these books and doctrines, these practices and beliefs, are they a form of control? I say yes. History books, religious books could have lies. Lies shape beliefs. Your beliefs seriously control the structure around your actions in the world. So if I wanted to control Danny or all the mass populace or anybody, I would go after their beliefs. It makes sense. Look at examples we do have from history of libraries being destroyed for control, books being gathered for book burnings. This is for control, all of it. If you lost all of your memories, Danny, who would you be? Like right now, if you were wiped, all of a sudden you're looking at a mic and a computer screen, you don't know what it is, how it works, you're like a baby. Yeah. Who would you be? Nobody. Yeah. You wouldn't know shit except for what somebody told you. So if your memories were wiped, let's say I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. You can still know how to operate your body. You still know how to do everything you do on a regular basis, except for you don't know who you are or you don't know anybody personally. You don't know the history of um, America, where you live, Texas, the world. Everybody's got to tell you what's going on. How impressionable would you be if somebody had to tell you everything? Yeah, fully. You'd be fully open to everybody telling you what's up and you would, it'd be terrifying. And that's absolutely for a fact. Our history, our religious books are given to us and our parents and our grandparents go on down the generational line. They're handed this stuff over and over again. That is, it's a doctrine that's written by somebody. It's a narrative that somebody wants to impress upon the public. Like I read that line to you all ago, somebody smarter than me made it. It's well known that if you control history, if you control the information fed to a populace, then you control them. Then you can indoctrinate them. Then you can shape their beliefs. So do believe and understand there are evil sons of bitches out there in the world that would love to do this and have done this for all of history as long as we have it recorded. Yep. I'm sure you're aware of that, right? Oh, yeah. Well, then there's not much to say about it, I guess. <laughs> Other than we, we know it's a fact. I mean, it's, it's what I want to help people understand is, yes, even your religious book that you believe wholeheartedly in could be indoctrination. It could be perverted. It could be un, untrue. And in fact, I would say it absolutely is untrue because anything a man writes is bullshit unless it's scientifically factual, you know, up-to-date, provable stuff. If you're talking about a God, they don't know about a God. There, again, no God has ever visited this earth. There is no proof of a God ever visiting this earth. And if a God ever visited this earth, he could do it again. 
And he would gladly do it to make sure that he's keeping his subjects in line and that he was taking care of his people that he loved about. He ain't doing it. So don't believe these books that men write is what I'm saying. Or if you want to say, hey, I do believe it. Fine. Believe it. But do a little better than you're doing right now. Don't just read it and believe it. Dive in to the epistemology. Look into the history. Look into facts. Look into what is the original language it came from. Where does it stem from? Find out some truth about it and find out if it's been translated correctly. And even then, still, a man wrote it. So I'll leave it at that. (laughs) That fucks it all right there for me. So we'll move on to the next point. This all boils down to if we knew where we came from, like where did it all start? Human beings, not uh, Darwinism. Fucking, I was a monkey scratching my fucking ass uh, 200,000 years ago. It would clear up a whole lot. And I mentioned this earlier. There's 4,200 religions now in 2022 off of Wikipedia that are registered in the world. That is fucking ridiculous. You think you're all right? You think every one of you out there has the right God pin? <laughs> Seriously. It'd be nice to have it down to a single digit. If we could do that, it would answer lots of science and religious theory. And that's the main thing I want to point out here. Yes, theory. Most even science that you people believe is theory. And I get pissed off about it. But it's, that's, that's their best educated guess. And that's a control scheme. The truth would be nice, not dogma. Maybe people would stop killing each other and we could have peace on earth or some semblance of it. Religion is the number one reason in all of history up to now that people have murdered one another, genocides, wars. You'd be hard-pressed to find a single president at war throughout all recorded history not saying that God is with us. I dare you to go find somebody saying that God's not with them when they're in war, making a, a statement, especially our presidents or God bless us all or God bless the troops because obviously we're the good ones and God's with us or so God is with us here in America. It's, it's always inferred. We're the good guys that God bless America, that bullshit. You know, it's, it's just, you'd never go without hearing it. I promise you, even Donald Trump acted like he was a Christian when he wasn't. Yeah. And no, I'm not shaming Donald Trump, but he used it as a ploy. Oh, yeah, they all do. It's bullshit. It's no different than the Pope. You know, I mean, it's the same thing. It's been going on way before president. I mean, you look at the Crusades and stuff like, ah, you know, Christ demands you to kill for us. And so they did. And, they, you know, if you look at England and the history, you go all the way back to, like, look at, like, around 1215 when King John was in reign. Mm-hmm. How many fucking people he murdered in the name of the Lord? <laughs> Dude, it's beyond millions. We're probably talking billions of people throughout history have been fucking murdered over religion. Oh, yeah. And one thing that's very interesting is how sometimes religion flirts with science and somehow they get intermingled. Like one thing a lot of people do not know is 
somebody from the Catholic faith inferred the idea of the Big Bang Theory to scientists that they picked up and postulated and now is in mainstream science, a Catholic priest is the one who came up with the idea of the Big Bang Theory. You don't know that? Look it up. I don't remember his name, but that's where your Big Bang Theory came from. Yeah. Well, it's accept- that's why they say it's accepted amongst the Catholic Church now. But the, even the should be since it originated from there. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, but they did the, I guess the way they see it is, is they didn't want to, you know, seem like hecklers, you know, saying, oh, well, you know, we go back hundreds of years and we'll say, no, that's bullshit. That's terrible. That's going against God. But now it's okay. It's accepted. So (laughs) funny how the script flips on that one, but yeah, it's kind of funny. It's, it's completely weird because you have somebody from Catholicism postulating an idea of scientism that God didn't create it. Somebody from the Catholic faith is saying science, that the, everything was created by itself. What? That should tell you they're a sham. Well, I mean, there, you got to think of the conflict right off the bat with Catholicism is, is you got a man talking to another man about his problems and his sins yet supposedly in the new testament jesus died for all your sins so your confession why should be yeah surprised. that's a great point why are you There's confessing another, to a human being that yeah, absolves you then so many different types of christianity like the worshiping of mary mother mary and I mean, dude, there's just so much shit wrong with all of it. It's not even funny. It's also I mean, perverted. It's also twisted. It's all, there's so many ways I see human beings stepping in and screwing with religion over the years that I don't know how anybody believes any of this shit personally. And again, not to offend anybody because you may not know any better. That's why I intrigue you all out there to listen to me and Danny talking about this and go, wow, you know, I'd like to know a little bit more about what I wholeheartedly believe in and dump my money into every Sunday or uh, whatever it is. I I pray to Mecca whenever they do that every single day. You know, that's that's what the Muslims do. Well, you know, a good good way to look at it is for Christians. If Christians really want, if you want to break it down to just Christians, a good way for them to look at it is- It's literally like over 2 billion people in the world that are Christian. Yeah, it's, so it's ridiculous how many people. Why is there so many different forms of Christianity? Why is there so many branches of Christianity? To cause conflict. What was the biggest thing over, you think about like Ireland and places like that, what's the biggest conflict? Catholic Catholicism. Yeah, Catholics, Catholics and Protestants. Yeah, They've been fighting over this since it's been a thing. That started then, the IRA, that started them all killing each yeah, other. North and South separation. But here's the thing. You go back two, 3,000 years before that, they were still fucking fighting each other before they even knew what that shit was. They've been fighting for five, 6,000 years. I know my, that, that's my hit, my, my relative from over yep. there. So it's been going on and on, and then they just found something new to argue about. And here we are. They're like, okay, well, the Catholics, you know, we're, we spread out to England. We start this huge thing with Christianity. It's all come from one place. But we're as far as it keeps traveling and spreading, there's more diversity in it. So there's more groups. Oh, now we're Protestants. No, we're Catholics. No, we're Baptists. No, we're Methodists. We're all this different shit. You know, Mormons, whatever you want to be. Oh, and God. Still claim that you're a Christian. Does, does there not seem to be a problem with that? 
it's like I mean, it's like it's being it, division is being promoted like division oh, and different sex is being promoted to cause conflict like it is with gender it's being division is being promoted with not only religion gender i mean you can go across the board and you can say between the rich and the poor there is no middle anymore there is not the middle ground it's it's like the i see like division being inserted from somewhere somehow into every corner of our lives now division 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 it's like it's just growing like this monster well you know there was a a dictator that once said you can't please the whole crowd all you can do is play to one side or the other make sure they stay divided so we can control them all (laughs) so hey that's the way it works you know hell it wasn't even uh that long ago i think uh was it uh, Clinton or somebody that said something similar to that on uh, talking about democracy? Well, if I do this, then it's going to piss this people off. But if I f- try to fix this over here, then it's going to piss these people off. So true. But it's always going to be fucking split down the middle no matter what. But as long as it remains split down the middle and people are always in turmoil, questioning one another and not facing the government and looking at what they're doing, that makes the government easier to control humanity. Which is why they do want us in division constantly. Oh, yeah. But I will digress from talking about the government because that could turn into a whole nother freaking <laughs> subject. But they love division and they they seek to get us divided between religion, race, all sorts of different things, school. I mean, every different subject we can talk about, your financial assets and what a class of a citizen you are. I mean, they're going to cause division in every form and fashion because yes, just what Danny said is perfectly the reason it's because you're easier to control when you're divided. You will look to have a leader, which means you'll look to them. So don't fall for that joke. Too many of you are right now. You got to wake up on that issue as well. Okay. So we'll move on to the next issue here and not issue the next topic of (laughs) discussion. I don't have an issue because we're not talking about government. So anyways, it seems to me that all the ideology or paradigms that are out there are a box that entraps people's minds. Then it becomes offensive for any idea to look outside of the box that they are thinking in. So if you're open-minded like me and Danny, normally you are branded insane or an asshole or a racist or a Nazi or a genderphobe, or an atheist, or just whatever, you know, insult you want to throw in here. Maybe you should just think outside the box and go, what if? Maybe God is masculine. Maybe God's feminine. Maybe God is no gender at all. Maybe God transcends all boxes of definition. Maybe a piece of God is in every single thing, not just people. Maybe God is pure energy and total acceptance. Maybe we should all look outside of whatever box or paradigm you're in and think who or what is God. That sounds good to me. I mean, it would be nice. Ultimately, no one has proof, right? That's the main point I I was trying to bring in the beginning. So who or what is God? If you have no proof of what he is other than what somebody wrote in a book, there's individual beliefs. Me and Danny got them. We got our own ideas. Well, I've, I've literally heard people tell me this, that, and this is, 
kind of like upsetting in a sense, but I've literally heard people say, and I, I'm sure you have as well, that I'd rather believe in something and be wrong than believe in nothing. That's lame. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's common. Like they say that they say yeah, that, that goes back people. to the that goes back to the original precept that I brought up at the very beginning of beginning of this podcast, which is survival. And what are our main things that we require for survival and safety is one of them. And safety is one of the main reasons reasons that guides people towards religion because they want to feel safe because they know you're going to die. Everybody knows we're going to die. So what is going to make you calm down and be okay with death or the way you live your life and all that is if I know there's a God, if I know there's something more than me, there's this big greater power that's out there somewhere. And here he is in this book. And he tells me if I do this, okay, here's a step-by-step. I, uh, this is what I got to do. Live my life. Give 10% to the church. I go to heaven and I don't have to worry about it now. Okay. Death. Scratch that off. I can just worry about my job and my kids. I, I got this covered. That's the way people think. Yeah. I know it's, it's, tragic honestly i i don't there's understand. no deep thinking to it then then it's it's covered it's written down in a book for me here i go seem, i got, ten, I, got ten, I got 10 commandments i'm good yeah not that anybody <laughs> ever fucking follows them but you know but yeah. seriously i mean there's no logic behind it that's the thing that shocks me is people are so that's illogical. all i want that's what i want is logic that's what you're saying that's all i'm asking is just take a moment to digress from whatever your thought is and put a little logic to it. Dive into your book or what your preacher's saying with a little bit of logic. Because you think that is logic. No, it is not logic. Because God did not write that book. That preacher is telling you to give him money because he wants to enrich himself. Not you. Not to help you spiritually. Think. Everybody. I mean, and we're picking on Christianity a lot because it's the largest faith in the world. But... I don't care if you're Muslim, Buddhist, Hindu, whatever religion you're bought into completely wholeheartedly and you read the book and it's the Quran, it's the Vedic text, it's whatever. Think for your own self. Don't let it take over control of your mind. And I respect whatever faith you're from. I respect whatever book you read, if that's the way you want to believe. But I am just poking you, imploring you, to maybe step outside and do some research on your own. Yeah. A lot of people say, I don't got the time, I guess, to do it, but I'm, I'm imploring you. If you want to actually be a deep thought provoking human being that actually has some depth to you and is not just controlled by the system of books and people that tell you what to do, then do a little research on your own. Well, worst case scenario, I say that like people that already are really tied down to their faith. Um, I say worst case scenario is is that you know if you're wrong, you're wrong, and then there's nothing going to be wrong. You know, I mean, so the way I look at it is, I guess there's no, it doesn't hurt for anybody to be believing in something. Um, I guess it, it kind of no. gives them hope, and I think that's a good thing, but. I just don't necessarily agree with it. That's just my opinion. But, you know, I think to each is their own. And I think if it makes you a better person, great. That's, that, that, that's cool. And, and that's, I'm in total agreement with what you're saying. I'm going to respect somebody no matter what they believe or how insane 
it is or how much I see them wasting money or doing whatever it is. If it makes them feel better about their life and they're secure, then, hey, I understand you needing that feeling. But it brings me back to the beginning of where this discussion kind of started about creation. You know, you said you believe in a God, but you don't necessarily believe in maybe what somebody wrote about God or, you know, all the different presuppositions there are about God. I'm kind of in the same boat now. I used to be like Jesus Christ, rah, rah, but now I'm like, did Jesus Christ even exist? Anybody got any proof that he ever walked this earth? You know, I don't be- oh. believe anything anymore. I just believe in a feeling. I believe in what I've had experience in. And then I look at facts. Then I look at, okay, creation. That's a belief outside of the big bang. That's a belief outside of Darwinism. Okay. And I look at those scientific theories and they're retarded in my opinion and they can all be broken down and disproven 100% if you're willing to look at the truth some people don't want to they want to believe everything an Egyptologist has wrote into a book that can be disproven they want to believe everything that Darwin wrote about uh, we came from primates and somehow evolved into this human homo sapien that we are now when you look at the dna difference there's no fucking way there's a huge leap in between stuff that evolution can't cover it's there's no freaking way it it happened and big bang from nothing everything's created that breaks every law in physics well they say from a star exploding but there was one star sitting in the middle of fucking nowhere what yeah so that's what i'm saying so who put it created created everything yeah in a a fraction of every element Every living thing, every planet, every star, every black hole, every, uh, give me a break. Give me a fucking break. The entire cosmic microwave background. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I am a common sense person, right? And to me, science gives me common sense explanations about things that I can latch onto. And I go, that makes sense. And it's scientifically provable and repeatable and okay. But when I hear scientific theory and then I hear these zealots that are attached to it, like I hear people that are zealots about their religion and you can't prove it, then that science is trash. Your religion's trash. That's I can't buy it. I'll respect you believe it. Cool. But I ain't buying it. Me personally, got to have something. Got to see the God. Got to see where this Big Bang came from. Got to see proof that we came from a monkey. Prove it. That's all I want. That's all I want. By bipedal creatures that decided to stop being uh, four-legged monsters running around on the ground and decided to walk upright one day yeah, so they could be yeah. better hunter-gatherers. I decided decided to stop throwing shit at my people that I live with and fucking everything that I saw and turn into a civilized human being and build skyscrapers and automobiles and. Yeah, ziggurats, you know, that are like fucking made of metal and shit. They were building five thousand years ago. Yeah, that's exactly. it's great. It's great to wonder how we went from being bipedal creatures to all of a sudden knowing all this shit about science and fucking math, speaking advanced languages, writing, all this wonderful stuff that we know that was probably the first people, Mesopotamia. You look at the Acadians. There's, and the there's lots of stuff you're bringing up right now that leads to a whole nother subject again that we could go on and on about. 
if you if anybody wants to dig into ancient history, which most people don't, they just want to believe what they're taught in school and whatever's in the books, and it's all bullshit. Everything that you think you know about history has been it's been changed. It's been perverted. It's been not dated correctly. Stuff has been taken and hidden in certain places like the Smithsonian Institute and the Vatican. There's so much history that you don't know that they're hiding for a specific reason, probably because it doesn't jive with the religious books they wrote. So sorry to tell you that too, but there's more that you can learn if you're a curious human being than just believing everything you're told. And that was the main discussion to have here is don't just believe everything you're told. Have an open mind to actually look into things. Because if you do, you will discover that there's an adventure out there that you can have in history. Hell, I mean, and it can decide your future. It can change everything about your perception about what direction you're heading. I mean, you can save your own life. You could be wasting your life right now simply just because you're not willing to discover some factual information that you can learn by looking on your own. And that's basically, hey, I guess this is another wake-up call. <laughs> like our last podcast, it's another wake-up call. But this is a religious wake-up call. This is a wake-up call about God. I want people to get to know what they really think and believe about God. I can't explain my visits, the things that's happened to me that make me believe in a God that's out there, a higher being. I've had this sense that he exists. I can't explain it necessarily. I could sit here and describe to you for the next 10, 15, 20 minutes, you know, some experiences I've had, but is that going to make you believe in God? No, that's personal. And people out there probably had personal experiences too, right? I mean, like you've had some personal odd experiences, but I'm not going to be led by controlled indoctrination that comes from a book or from a man that writes shit for me. Yeah. I believe in God for my specific reasons. Everything is too perfect out in this world. That's why I believe in creation and not scientific theory because it doesn't match up. No, no, there's, it doesn't. there's, there's genius in human beings and the creation of it. There's genius in the way the planets are and the alignment and the balance of everything in nature and the balance of the way the planets dance through the universe with perfect harmony, giving us light, giving us tides, you know, giving us, you know, day and night. I mean, I could go on and on. The more I look into it, the more harmony I see in perfection. And there's no way that balance could come from an explosion of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the the funny part is, is that it took like, uh, you know, they say what, 13.8 billion years of our universe in existence. But then it was like, 4.54 4.54 billion until the earth was created. How is that? That's an it, interesting suppose, question. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it doesn't, it's like only our earth is only supposedly one third of the age of the universe. Well, this, this shit actually exploded and it was in like 32 tenths of a second that everything, all the matter that was in the universe was created and it's ever expanding. I mean, there's just so many things wrong with that. It's not even fun. Um, it's all goofy to me too. I'm, I'm glad that we align on lots of aspects of it. That, that's cool. I mean, I wouldn't care if we had some conflicts of 
our thinking and we had some dialogue on it because I know me and you'd be cool with one another after the pack, but hey, there you go. I mean, me and Dan pretty much uh, think the same about everything. That's okay. You're going to find people out there that disagree with you. You're going to be somebody maybe out there that disagrees with us. Fuck it. It's all cool, man. If, if, if you don't agree, you don't agree. It's fine for you to have a disagreement and still get along with a human being. That's the main point. Well, the, everything that people think and do, there's always going to be a conflict with somebody else because everybody's different. And the whole thing is, is the world's full of self-important assholes. So there's a lot of people that won't be afraid to show you that they're, they think they're right. They're strong-minded about it. No, I, I believe that fucking Xenu is the <laughs> ultimate god. And you had to say Xenu. He will promise me a planet of my own one day if I give him enough money. I mean, come on, man. That's some fucking dumb shit. That's from one of the worst fiction writers of all time. He has written so many books that never sold shit. And this fiction writer makes a a stupid religion about an alien god that dumps people on the earth. Oh, God. Anyways. (laughs) No, Ron Hubbard, don't fall into Scientology, please. And if you did, question it. Until then, I'll allow it. Yeah, until then, Danny, got any signing off words? Yes. Have a lovely day, everyone. Okay, and everybody check out The Human Factor with Danny. Um, He's going to be doing one kind of covering some stuff like this and another podcast coming up, but check out his other podcasts he's put up because he's got some good ones. And until then, God bless you all. Ah, yeah. (laughs) Later, everyone. Do not consider these episodes as medical advice or expertise in any area. I do deconstruct some experts and their material and deliver it to you, but please do all of this at your own risk.